Ugly wins count too, and that's exactly what the Jacksonville Jaguars got in week one on the road in Indy. I'll tell you how they did it in just a second here on the postcast edition of Locked On Jaguars. You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Man, I'm wiping my brow. What's going on, good people? Glad to have you here on the Locked On Jaguars podcast, postcast edition. I am Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast. We're at your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen. Quickly reminding you, of course, if you're already here, you already know that we're free to subscribe to on our YouTube page. Make sure you tap in, uh, hit the like button, the bell, and so you get notifications whenever we drop another show. And wherever you get your audio podcast. Tap in there as well to make sure you don't miss an episode every day. This is a bonus show. And woo, I'm going to wipe my brow, man, because the Jacksonville Jaguars win 31-21 on the road in Indy. It was kind of it was kind of clunky. You know, my wife quit on the team two or three times, right? Uh, by the way, shout out to my wife. She's from Jacksonville, from Brentwood. She told me, now go talk your ish. When I, she saw me coming to do this podcast. Uh, if, you, if you ain't got friends like that, you ain't got friends. Uh, so shout out to her, but shout out to the Jags, man, for winning this game today. Um, the defense, the defense stepped up mightily. They did all of the things that they talked about doing. They pressured the quarterback. Josh Allen had a career high three sacks, and I know only one of them looked like a sack. The other two was they had a rookie quarterback running out of bounds. Never mind. It still creates long down and distance situations. Trayvon Walker got some pressure, got sacks. He got a sack rather played well, uh, in the run game. Foyola Wakan was Foyola Wakan. Uh, the uh, the tax collector, uh, Andre Cisco was back there deep making people pay for real estate. Tyson Campbell got a pick, got a six pick in critical, a critical junction, juncture of the year. They, and I think they had four situations where the Colts turned the ball over on downs. So I'm happy about that. I'm really, really happy about that. The Jags win their opener. It's hard to win NFL games. It's hard to win NFL games. I know we have Super Bowl aspirations, but sometimes it's going to look like this, right? Let's get to it. The defense stepped up and did their job. All of the things that we talked about them doing, they absolutely did it. Still some little things that they need to work on, but all in all, uh, a good game plan by uh, Mike Caldwell. I I just wish they wouldn't have been so passive down the stretch, but I understand it's, it's a formula. It's the way that um, NFL teams uh, have a tendency to win games, but you can't complain. Now, let's go on the offensive side of the ball. Here's where the things that that bother you, right? Some of the play calls. First and foremost, I know everyone is going to make a big deal because two or three hours before kickoff, I believe it was Ian Rappaport and a whole bunch of other other people announced that Doug Peterson wasn't calling plays this season, that he was going to trust his trusted student that he's been connected to for a decade, uh, he was going to trust him to uh, press Taylor to call the plays. So I knew that that was going to become a talking point, especially if things got clunky. Uh, first of all, it's not like he sent Tres, uh, press Taylor into a hot air balloon and said, go alone, my friend, and call the plays from up there. Uh, and I can't help you. Doug Peterson had on a headset and he had his normal clipboard in his hand. And they probably did the things that they always did. I'm sure that, 
Doug will say this, and y'all probably won't believe him that Press called the game just like he would have called it. And and because when things didn't work, like for instance, them running outside on, on third and short, uh, or fourth and short, them trying to do quarterback sneaks, not making it. What was that all about? Well, I'll tell you what it was all about. They couldn't block anybody inside. We're just going to be real. We're not going to be negative because they won the game, but that interior, and, and you guys know I have talked about that interior, and you've had other people, we've gone back and forth, other people with their own opinion and ain't knocking nobody, that have said we're good from guard to guard. My answer now, are you sure? Are you sure? And I know the excuse would be that Ben Barch just came back from missing a whole bunch of time and Luke Fortner is only in his second year and Brandon Sheriff is a is a grizzled veteran who did it when he had to. And look, the best offensive lineman we had today is Anton Harrison, the rookie. He was the best offensive lineman on the field. Everybody else, Walker Little, Walker Little looked like the rookie. The question that you have about that offensive line, now are you going to start getting some answers? Some of the things that we've argued about and debated about, I, I could have swore y'all wanted to put Walker Little in Canton. And you saw today that uh, he has a lot to do. When it's all on you, when you're not playing spot duty, when you're just in there and you have to go every single day, back to back to back, every single play, that's when you start to see what a guy's made of. So there's a little bit of a concern. The Jaguars didn't run the ball the way that I wanted them to run the ball. And, and don't tell me y'all didn't get nervous a little bit when, of all people to be on the other sideline, it was Gus Bradley, who looked like he was dialing it up on the Jaguars, especially uh, causing a couple of turnovers, causing an interception uh, that was off tank Bigsby. By the way, Doug Peterson did what Doug Peterson does again. He stayed with the young guy. Tank Bigsby was responsible for two catastrophic type plays in the first half. He stuck with him. And at the end, he made a big run and pushed the ball into the end zone. They're not going to give up on guys just because they make plays. I mean, because they they make bad plays or negative plays. So that's a, a little bit of a good sign. So offense was okay in spots. Calvin Ridley had a career first half. He had more catches in the first half. I believe he had eight catches for 92 yards in the first half. Zay Jones had some big catches, including the catch of the day so far where he caught the ball uh, basically with one hand, palmed it, and, and got the Jaguars' first touchdown. Evan Ingram had another big, big day in terms of getting first downs for the Jaguars. The only player, the only role player or uh, a really good player on the offense that did not have his day-to-day was Christian Kirk. It just looked a little off, or maybe they had a nice plan to stop him. But um, I'm going to tell you in, in the second half of this, some of the things that I believe are reasons to be optimistic and some of the things that we got to keep a little bit of an eye on and hope that they improve uh, as the year goes on. But look, it is hard, man. It is hard to win games in the National Football League. It is just hard to do. So whenever you get a chance to do that, you ain't going to hear too many people complaining. Those Jaguar players are happy to get back on that plane. They don't care if it was the Colts, the Texans, it was Alabama, Crimson Tide. They don't care. They are happy to get back on that plane with a victory, and rightfully so they should be. We're going to talk about a little bit more of that and tell you what to look forward to as the home opener is next week. We'll do that on this special postcast edition of Locked On Jaguars in just one second after I let you know about today's sponsors for our show, and that is LinkedIn Talent Solutions. LinkedIn Talent Solutions helps you solve the everyday 
issue that you have of hiring the right people at your business. Every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for a small business because you don't want to make a misstep. You need to go to LinkedIn Jobs because it helps you find the right people and helps you form your team faster. Just add your job in the purple hashtag, hiring hashtag frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. And LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And let me tell you, I did it twice. I used LinkedIn when I built two barbershops. And guess what? It turns out it was the greatest thing. So make sure you do the same thing and tap into LinkedIn. Also have to let you know about FanDuel. That's right, man. I got some FanDuel stuff going on right now in my fantasy games. But if you are able to play the sports book, that is the best place for you to come up and catch up on some Skrilla. If you want to get ready for the rest of the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube TV and YouTube. Now's the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. And kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel is an official partner of the nfl all right man y'all running it down here with me in a special postcast edition i see y'all out there shout out to me every day as i get to some of those comments in just a second things to improve on they got to figure out if the coach was just that good if deforest buckner and crew were just that good or if they are really that bad on the interior of the offensive line it ain't like you're gonna go out here and find larry allen sitting around walking around on the streets in his prime so what do you do you play better you push the guys, the coach is going to push the guys and just say, hey, man, you got to figure it out. It comes down to, to getting it done. The quarterback got hit too much today. The running backs were getting hit sometimes as soon as they started to, you know, get the ball. And you got to be able to convert on short yardage. As, as much as we talk about Trevor Lawrence and as much as we talk about Doug Peterson and whether it's his play calls and, and how they're going to play and all of these weapons, you can't beat what you can't block. I don't even know if I made that up or not. You know, I might even put it on a T-shirt, but maybe I heard it subconsciously somewhere before over the years talking about football, but you can't beat what you can't block. And today they had a hard time beating the Colts. Here's what happened. They had a rookie quarterback and the talented players, maybe the talented 10 or whatever. I think I did a podcast about that before. Those guys just took over. ETN with the big run. He was stuffed behind the line and he broke out and made a run. Shout out to Brenton Strange that made a real good block to seal someone in. Calvin Ridley, Evan Ingram, Trevor Lawrence, when he needed to, he got it done. At one point, Trevor was super hot, and then all of a sudden, things just kind of went away a little bit. So we'll see if we can uh, improve on that and get better with that. The defense, I uh, was a little bit concerned because the offense was going three and out a lot, and they started to get run on. And, of course, they don't have Devon Hamilton right now, and I don't know when they're going to get him back, to be honest with you. That may be something they look at moving forward because they are obviously a much better team when they play with the lead and they play from ahead. And sometimes in the NFL, that, that won't happen regardless of who the opponent is. I thought the secondary played really, really well. Anything that I have to complain about in the passing game are things that are schematic, and I, I ain't really qualified to even talk about that because there were some holes that were really, really 
exploited. So you, you have the best players, Josh Allen. Josh Allen and Trayvon answered the question today about that pass rush, didn't they? I even saw Foy Olawakan getting getting jiggy, and he just couldn't get he couldn't get the big kid down Richardson because Richardson still was able to throw the ball. By the way, he's going to be good, so y'all just get ready for it. Anthony Richardson is going to be a really really good player, so it's something we gotta we gotta deal with moving forward. But I thought Trevor was fine. I, I do think he has to be patient. He has to be patient especially when you play a team like the one that they played today where they're going to really, really, really require you to, to be really, really patient in your approach and, uh, you know, and to figure out how you're going to try to win that game, with, to win games. So those are things that they need to improve on now. They got to improve in a hurry because they got a team that is way more talented than the one that they played today. They got a team way more talented than that coming in here Sunday in the Chiefs. And they're licking their wounds because they lost. They're licking their wounds because they absolutely lost and uh they have a chance to go up two and oh you know i mentioned that earlier in the week to be up two and oh with the head-to-head coin toss win against the team that most people believe will be one of the teams that's going to finish up uh in the top uh, of the nfl especially in the afc that could mean home home field advantage so the jaguars are going to have a real good opportunity and a real chance to really at this point, start to create separation. I know you, you're probably thinking, it's two games in, how can you talk about separation? Well, at that point, if the season was divided into eights, after after next week, that's going to be one of them. So you don't have seven more to go, plus one more game. So that's the way I'm looking at it. Everything counts in the NFL. They came out of the game relatively healthy today. I'm just concerned. I'm not as concerned about the Chiefs defensive line because Chris Jones looks like he ain't coming in no time soon. I hope he stays out. I hope they don't give him any money until after week two. But it's a little bit of a concern with how team, how today the Colts were able to get pressure up, up the middle of the Jaguars defense and then take advantage of also linebackers in the A-gap when the Jaguars were really, really trying to get the run game going. I'm be all week, man, here talking about this win, breaking it down, uh, letting you know exactly what the Jaguars have to look forward to with the Chiefs, what it's going to be like at our home opener here in Jacksonville. We're going to discuss all of that. But don't let anybody make you feel bad about today because this is a 31-21 NFL win on opening week on the road. That is hard to do. This is not college where you're blowing a team out 66-10. to 10. So they have nothing to do but uh, go all the way up from this point. And normally when teams don't really, really play well and they're kind of clunky on the road, they lose those games. But good teams find a way to win them. And that's what the Jaguars did today. Okay, you guys, make sure you tap in the Locked On Jaguars every single day because it's your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen. Thank you for joining the postcast today live. I know you guys are busy trying to continue to eat all of your giblets on this victorious day but we're gonna have a victory sunday night and a victory monday no hangover no um no headache today because the jaguars are victorious you guys make sure you take care of each other and we'll see you here on locked on jaguars this week the jaguars win go to one and oh their 31 and 21 victory puts them right up at the top of the afc south